John chapter 10 and um, <clears throat> I don't know what I did with the announcement but don't forget the I don't know if you'll be able to but the Douglas meeting Brother Lloyd he must have been following y'all over this way because <clears throat> he's supposed to be preaching over there at Douglas uh but make sure you're back here by Sunday, all right? And so, uh, but he's preaching down in Douglas uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, possibly Sunday, I'm not sure. John chapter 10, John chapter 10, and if you would, uh, let's start in verse 23. No, we can start in verse 22. And it was at Jerusalem, the Feast of Dedication, and it was winter. We would know that feast as uh, Hanukkah. And Jesus walked in the temple in Solomon's porch. Then came the Jews around about him and said unto him, How long dost thou make us to doubt? If thou be the Christ, tell us plainly. Jesus answered them, I told you, and you believe not. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. But ye believe not, because ye are not of my sheep, as I said unto you. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto, you, uh, unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I and my Father are one. Then the Jews took up stones again to stone him. Let's bow our heads. Dear Lord, we thank you for your word. And we thank you, Lord, for your encouraging words right here in these few scriptures. I pray, Lord, that you would open them unto us in our hearts and in our minds. Help us to lay claim upon them. And Lord, we pray that you would not only help us to lay claim upon them, but let us, Lord, be your light and your sheep and your people that all may see. And Lord, give us the confidence that we can work your work in this world this day. Come by, anoint these feeble lips of clay, Lord. We're looking unto you. Touch hearts, we pray. In Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord. Uh, Bible readers, this, these should be uh, familiar territory to you. This is one of my... You know, I have a lot of favorite chapters in the scriptures, and this happens to be one of them, but uh, I thoroughly enjoy it. There's a lot of good, sound doctrine in these scriptures uh, that should either cause us to rejoice or to cause us to pray and take an account on our lives. And so... Um, So in this book, this chapter, or let's take the book first. Um, 
This is a, a unique chapter. I would call this the sheep chapter in the book of John. And so John uses the word sheep 22 times in this one book, the book of John. And Jesus is speaking those words 20 times. And 18 times of that he speaks those words are in this one chapter. <laughs> so in a little bit of time, maybe you can count them all up. 18 times in the chapter 10 of uh, John that the Lord speaks about uh, sheep. And I don't know about you, but I appreciate as Brother uh, Jackie was alluding to and some others have I'm glad he found me. I'm glad I'm one of his. I'm glad I know that I'm part of his family. And so, uh, you know, the question tonight to ask is, am I a sheep or a goat? We're not going to get into that too much here tonight. We're basically talking about sheep tonight. So uh, here in these scriptures, the Jews were pressing Jesus to confess that he was the Messiah. And, you know, there's one thing about when a person says something and they just say it as a matter of fact and go on. And sometimes people will come back around and say, now, what did you say? Now, why do you say that? You know, and try to get them to almost make that other person try to convince us what they, you know. And so the Jews were trying to do that. They said... Quit playing with us. Tell us plainly, are you the Christ? There the word Christ means Messiah, the anointed one, the one who they had been looking for ever since the Garden of Eden, the one who would come down with his heel and bruise Satan's head. Amen. And so uh, they were, were looking to him and asking him, you know, just tell us. Just tell us. And Jesus emphatically says, I told you. I told you. The Lord's told us if we'll have ears to hear. The Lord's told us many things and uh, we know about them. Don't let them slip. Don't let them uh, be forgotten. He told us. He said, I have told you. And uh, uh, I, I don't understand why people try to get us to convince them, you know, that we're Christians. Our lives should uh, spell it out and uh, yeah. sing it all the time. We're saved. Yeah. Amen. Yes. And Jesus was telling them, I have told you. Now, we see in... Um, in verse 26, it says, But ye believed not. That is the biggest hindrance to being a child of God, to being a strong child of God, being an active child of God, being a child of God that does exploits for Him. Come on. Seeing miracles in your life, it comes down to believe. 
said, but ye believe not. And so, I really like this uh, Lindell Scott James lexicon of classical Greek. Uh, I like it a lot. But if you ever get one and look at it, <laughs> it was like two pages on believe. Why do they put all the Greek sentences in there? <laughs> Why do they put all the Greek books in there? I want you just to know what the word means, you know? But anyway, so when you take out all of those, uh, all that Greek words in there and everything, and take it all out, you come down to five uh, basically definitions in a short paragraph. And so uh, anyway, to believe means to trust. At the heart of belief, it is trust. Trust. And so the definition of believe in this lexicon is to trust, to put faith in, to rely on a person or thing, or to rely on a statement, to believe my words, or uh, uh, although they may be hard to believe every single bit, but the evidence of them, uh, to, be, to entertain a confidence of opinion, to be trusted or believed, to enjoy his confidence. If he would be believed, these are parts of the definitions, they uh, will believe in what, uh, they have been, what has been said, uh, were believed to possess foreknowledge. That was all number one, okay? Number two, comply. Submit, obey, comply. That's basically the same thing right there. To comply, okay? To believe, to feel confident that a thing is, uh, will be, has been, uh, then number four is to whom he trusted that they would keep uh, silence. I didn't, uh, I'm sorry, let me skip that one. The, uh, number five, to have faith, to entrust something to another. You know, we're entrusting our souls to the Lord. We're entrusting our eternal destiny to God by putting our Belief and trust in Him uh, to have committed to one. And so here, he, uh, Jesus told them, ye believed not. Oh, it's so important for us to believe, to trust. And oh, from the time I was younger, I've heard people taking pot shots at the Bible. Uh, it's not the first time it's happened. As a matter of fact, a large portion of people uh, backslid uh, during the late 1800s because of a big movement in, uh, in Bible teachings and all that kind of stuff where they, uh, I'm trying to remember what they called it, critical examination or something like that. A lot of them just got to where they didn't believe all that. Uh, one of our presidents he didn't believe in any of the miracles that were written in there. It's like, you can't take part without taking it all. We must believe. We're even in a day and a time 
where they're, uh, I don't, they may believe in a miracle, but it, they must think a miracle is like the atomic bomb going off, you know? It don't happen very often, you know? Uh, I would say a volcano, but we got volcanoes going off all the time. They don't believe that much. Huh? To believe. To believe. We must believe. Do we believe God's word? Do we trust it? Has that worm gotten into your head about people saying, well, I don't know if you can trust that or not. You know? Why are there all these versions and all that? Let me tell you, when I was younger, there weren't that many versions out. Huh? And it seemed like there's uh, three or four new versions coming out every year. I notice on my, my little handheld uh, phone that's got my Bible on it, <coughs> there's some versions, that, that they change the name every year and they update it somewhat or another. I don't know about you, but I trust what I got. Yeah. Yeah. Woo! Thank the Lord. I trust it. Yes. And he said, but ye believe not. And there's a reason that people don't believe. It's because they're not his sheep. Now, some of the people who teach unsound doctrine which they would say, what I'm teaching is unsound. <laughs> it's amazing how you get going like that. But uh, they would say that God only has a few sheep out there and God knows who they are and that they were uh, predestined from the beginning of time. No. God would have all men to be saved. Jesus came to seek and to save that which was lost. All of the Gentiles, all of the Jews, he would have all would be saved, but I need to tell you, not everyone will be saved because they do not believe. And when we be, uh, say, I believe, there's something that changes within us and we become one of his sheep. Huh? And I guess you've heard the stories about how brilliant sheep are, haven't you? Huh? No, they're pretty dumb. That's right, sister. They're pretty dumb. Stupid is probably the word. Huh? And so they have been known that uh, if uh, uh, I've been told and read stories that the where they were keeping the sheep in the little a little thing with a bunch of they would get uh, basically old vines stickery stickly pines and all that they might put a little fire in there and the shepherd and all his little sheep would be in that little thing and all and, but if that thing catches on fire and the shepherd's getting them all out if one sheep turns and goes back. All the sheep will turn around and go into that burning fire thing. Uh, they say sheep can uh, drown in very little bit of water. Huh? They're just not real brilliant. I want to be a sheep. I don't have to figure everything out. I don't have to know why. I don't have to know and understand 
all that. I thank the Lord He's given me understanding through the years, but I don't have to do that. Uh, I'm glad that I can just trust Him and trust His Word. It started off earlier when, when I first got saved. I began to trust Him in little things. I'm, I'm a human being, folks. I'm human too. It takes me a while to trust people. Huh? What I say to them, how much I open up to them, it's hard, you know? But Jesus said, ye believe not because ye are not of my sheep. They would not believe. If thou be. Huh? That's what Satan said. Then other times, uh, the Jews would come to him and say, you know, are you the Messiah? You know, questioning him all the time, even here. Be, uh, if thou be the Christ, tell us plainly. They're doubting him. See, we can't doubt him. We can't doubt Jesus. Cannot doubt his word. Huh? Then Jesus t says to them, my sheep, Hear my voice. Amen. What does that mean, Brother Jeff? Well, it means like what I'm doing right now. You hear my voice, don't you? Well, if you're a Christian, then you're to hear His voice. Huh? Now, sometimes that voice, I have, you know, people look at me kind of, I have heard it audible a couple of times. Huh? Hadn't been a lot of times, but there's been a lot of times it's been through my heart. Right. Through a message, through singing, right. through the reading of God's word. I've heard his voice. Yes, amen. Hallelujah. And uh, I appreciate being able to hear his voice. Right. And there are times, and Sister Hayslip tell me this a lot through the years. She'll tell me. Now, Brother Jeff, I don't know a lot about this and that, but I can tell you if it's right or not according to the Bible. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we're to hear His voice. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them. To be known of Christ. In the beginning of the... Uh, of the Old Testament to be known of God for God to speak my name. That was one of the things that Lot kept telling the angels, saying, whoa, I must be somebody special. God knows my name. You can wait just a little bit longer. If you read through there, that's what he was saying. Huh? <clears throat> but he wasn't really the one special. It was Abraham that was special. Huh? But God needs to know us. And likewise, we need to know Him. I know I'm preaching to the choir, but you know, we need to be reminded of these things and to check ourselves. Oh, do we know Him? When's the last time I really sat down and had a really good conversation with my Lord? When have I just opened up to Him? I don't have to open up to Him. He knows everything. Come on. If you're really His friend, you're really his sheep, you'll open up to him, even though you know he knows everything and sees you. Amen. You'll open up to him, and you'll, I'm going to tell you, you'll be surprised he'll open up to you. Amen. God shows his secrets to those who know him and love him. Amen. Hallelujah. He will show you things. 
that you you can never imagine. Uh, I know that y'all know this, but uh, Becky, who's been coming, is Brother L. D. Moore's daughter. <clears throat> and uh, you know, you always want to have a relationship with the Lord. And uh, I appreciated his relationship with the Lord. And uh, times, so many times, the Lord would just speak to them and tell them things, and they would come to pass. I know one particular pastor, Ryan, uh, or minister, Ryan with his brother-in-law from this area all the way down to um, uh, Allentown, I think it was. And so during that time, the minister said, talked like he was wanting to go back to college and go back and uh, be a teacher in schools, public schools and stuff like this. And so that's the only time he had really talked about it to anybody was to his brother-in-law on the drive down there. And whenever he stepped out of the car at Allentown camp meeting, yes. Brother L.D. Moore, I understand, walked by him and turned around and said, God didn't call you to work. Wow. <laughs> yes. Woo! Oh, we need that kind of relationship. I need to hear his voice. We need to trust that voice. Amen. And so he said, my sheep hear my voice and they know. To know, it means to come to know, to perceive uh, in the past tense, to know, to know by reflection, to know by observation, uh, something that's hard to perceive, to know uh, whether one knows or not, to discern, to distinguish, to recognize by his shield. Ironically, he will learn him at, uh, to his cost. In times, we can come to know people. Uh, can mean I perceive that, perceive that he was. I felt that I was beaten. Uh, in other words, to know that feeling, uh, to perceive or to know another to be. Uh, uh, it goes on, of course, we, and through the scriptures, it means to determine, to know carnally, casually, or to make known. It means to know. Right. To know. How many of you in here know George Washington? You know George Washington. What's he like? Oh, oh. There's a difference. Huh? <laughs> There's a difference. It's different to know about somebody, but to know him. We must know him. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them. And they follow me. Right. Oh, folks, you find someone that claims to be a Christian, and they will not obey God's word. They will not follow them. They tell you, I, I don't like church. I, I'm on the outside just looking at it. No, they're not one of God's people. Because God's people follow him. Hallelujah. And so we come down to this other part. He said, and I give unto them eternal life. Well, now, if you're not in the know, and if you don't know the Lord, how you like that? 
Huh? You would look at the evidence and say, well, I thought that guy was a great child of God. Look, he died. And the Lord said, I will give him eternal life. Oh, but you need to understand. Just because this outer shell perishes, it does not mean that our spirit and our soul, our essence of who we are, perishes. And really and truly, while if we should die before He comes and go to the ground, the Lord's going to give us a new one. Amen? A better one. A better model without uh, sickness, without aches or pains. I hope with hair. Hallelujah. Amen. He's going to help us. And He says, I will give unto them eternal life everlasting. It's always beyond our sight. Right. It's at the point of the horizon where you just can't see over. That's eternity. Just keeping going. Amen. And notice, they shall never, never perish. The, the scripture is a lot of times used in different ways, but I want to talk to us that word perish means to be destroyed, to be utterly put to ruin, to be uh, uh, dissolved, disintegrated, whatever, however you want to work it. It says that they shall never perish. We will not perish. Amen. Our bodies may die, but we will be alive. Probably more so alive than we are right now. Amen. Because the Lord has promised it and we are living. It said, and neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. You ever heard a preacher preach on that before? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. This is not a scripture for once saved, always saved. This is not a scripture saying that you can ne never backslide. It is not that. That word pluck means to snatch away, to carry off, to be robbed, uh, to uh, be torn from somebody's arms, to be seized hastily, to be snatched up. Uh, also, there are some scriptures that talk about us being snatched up. Huh? The same word, pluck. Snatched up uh, uh, like a magnet uh, to be seized, overpowered, overmastered. Notice those words. We will not be overmastered. We will not be overpowered. Hallelujah. Oh, Satan comes and, and tries to cause you to fear. You know, you just you can't do it. You can't do it. Oh, you're about to be overblown. You're about to be destroyed. About to be no. The Lord has said, we will never be plucked. Uh, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. No other man. And uh, there's something right there too where it says, uh, uh, neither any man. Uh, that word... Neither, right there, means never 
to never to ever. It's actually three Greek words right there in that never. Never to ever. Never, ever, ever, ever. Huh? He's fine, folks. He's not. He won't bite you. Okay? here it says neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand that's talking about another person another cannot cause you to lose your salvation huh no priest no uh uh no demonic force no demon no uh angel of darkness no other person can cause you to lose your soul Hallelujah. You cannot be plucked by uh, any of them out of my hand. I love this because in verse 28, Jesus says, my hand. Then he says, my father, which gave them me, folks, unless the Lord draws us unto himself, unless the father draws us unto Christ, we cannot be saved. It takes the drawing of the Lord. Teresa was talking about it earlier. We must be drawn to Him. And without that, we can't be saved on our own. My Father which gave them me is greater than all. And no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hands. <clears throat> so not only out of Jesus or God the Father's, Nobody, you can't be plucked out of that hand. You cannot be pulled out. You cannot be destroyed. You can't be, cannot be uh, uh, dissimilated. Amen? Well, Brother Jeff, but what about all the others that are gone? They weren't plucked. They left. They chose. There's several scriptures you can preach about this. You know, the way was too straight for them. But I want to tell you something. The way is not so straight we cannot go. That's right. Hallelujah. I appreciate the Lord. I don't know about you. and I, I really don't want some kind of easy, squeezy, whatever way that just anybody can do. But on the other hand, I want to be able to do it. And I have come across things in my own self I cannot do on my own. Yes, right. But that's when I find Jesus coming by, Amen. giving me the strength Amen. and the anointing, the help to be able to overcome, to rise up above the situation, to go past the uh, place of temptation. If we don't hold on. So I want you to know, nobody can shoot you out of the saddle. Or out of his hand, okay? Nobody can shoot you out of that. Not even Antichrist. Not any of them. But 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 I'll die. Paul said, 
Amen. To be absent from this body is to be present with the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to be in His presence. But to be in His presence, then we'll have to make sure we're in His presence now. Amen. And then He says, Come on, Teresa. He says, I and my Father are one. I wish I could pull something deep out of that number one there for you. Amen. But that one means unity, one. I told you about the lexicon from those other words. This, this one here is a couple pages like. Huh? It's so many different things. You know what that tells me? He's all of them. Amen. <laughs> Amen. He includes it all. That's right. They're one. Amen. And so I appreciate the Lord. And I appreciate God the Father. Amen. And God the Holy Ghost. Amen. I appreciate the Trinity. Amen. I'm glad they're working together. Amen. Huh? Yes, Aren't you glad one of them doesn't say, I give up on him? No. Thank the Lord. But they're all working That's right. to help us make heaven our home. That's right. The Lord, He is able to keep us. And if you want to read more about His sheep, that's a good chapter to read about right there. Chapter 10. Like I said, the Lord talks 18 times, uses the word sheep 18 times in that chapter Amen. Himself. Amen. So let's stand across the house. I've dealt with some pretty obstinate people through the years. <laughs> and uh, when we get to this place called belief, right. to believe, there are many people that doubt. Even in the scripture, we have that one man, Lord, help thou my unbelief. Okay? But the thing about it is, we just have to say to ourselves, I believe. Amen. Huh? Bible said that he was as the son. Oh, how can that? Just touched him and was healed. Uh, I believe. Satan has trained our minds toward unbelief, uh, skepticism, unbelief, untrusting. God calls us to trust Him and to believe. One of the words that was uh, described the word belief was to comply. Brother John David Long, that was the thing that, that helped me come to the altar that night, <clears throat> was that he said, uh, he said, maybe you feel like you're gone too far. 
He said, you wouldn't be in this house if you'd gone too far. You wouldn't be able to even come into a church. He said, but if you're here, if you'll just do the things you know to do toward God, just keep doing them. And in just a little while, the Lord will meet up with you. Amen. It's not a matter of you proving to Him. A lot of times He's there, but you just don't recognize Him. Comply. Do what He asks. Let's serve Him. So let's come. Let's examine ourselves. Let's draw closer to Him here tonight.
Thank you.